2: Hey, I'm back. It's 8 past 12. Chad Hartman and Dave Harrigan. You look really different, Dave. Something, I mean, I know I last saw you on Thursday. What
3: What happened to you? I wish I looked as good as Dave Harrigan. Yes. He's a handsome-looking guy. Josh, we met a couple weeks ago. Yes. I think
2: you felt like, listen, I wanted to be part of the Adam and Jordana show. I wanted to be part of, you know, the drive time with Derasha, but you settled...
3: Learning on this dog and pony show, how do you feel now that you're part of it? This is the flagship show. No, this is Chad Hartman's (laughs) show for sure. Oh, yeah. this is good. This is good. Yes. Ready to to rock and roll for
2: three hours. uh, Josh, you want to give you your 30-second bio before we jump
3: into the festivities here? Uh, Graduated from St. Cloud State over the summer. Uh, Leukemia survivor. Five years remission. I did not know that. Worked at Hubbard over uh, earlier this year, and uh, now over here across the across the pond in good old Minneapolis paying $20 for parking every day. Oh, man. It's with the terrorists, man.
2: <laughs> I park with the terrorists today because <laughs> I had stuff going on at home, and I normally don't have as much going on at home, but yeah, park. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the leukemia story.
3: Yeah. So 2017, uh, had like next to no blood, or white, blood uh, white blood cells in my system, and pretty much- I went to the doctor thinking it was just a really bad sinus infection, and because I had no white blood cells, obviously I had a huge headache. One thing led to another, and, yeah, they pretty much said, yeah, you have leukemia, and I was was over at North Memorial at uh, Robbinsdale for 45 days Mm. and then did uh, four months on, four months off for four cycles of outpatient after that. So I was done with chemo in January, and that pretty much wiped away all the cells. So, yeah, five years remission. (laughs)
2: Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank and you. I, yeah. I, so I it's wish been a long you. journey. And, and <clears> actually <throat>
3: led to you know, me meeting some radio people. And I'm like, I kind of want to do this as a career. So I jumped into it and went to North Hennepin for two years, went to St. Cloud State for two more, and here I am. Beautiful. Yeah.
2: How can they follow you, Josh, on uh, the Twitter
3: machine? At JoshWheeler23. Simple as that. Very
2: good. At JoshWheeler. Let's play our soundbite here. Here is Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Former congresswoman, former Democrat, who draws a lot of reaction from a lot of people. She was great last night. She was tremendous. And she sautéed George Santos. I'm not saying it's difficult to do it, but she was really good. Here's here's a sampling.
3: The results that people are looking for are called into question when you tell... Blatant lies, not embellishments. And this is this is, I think, one of the biggest concerns, Congressman-elect, is that you don't really seem to be taking this seriously. You've apologized. You said you've made mistakes, but you've outright lied. A lie is not an embellishment on a resume. You said you worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, but they've said we've got no record of this guy working for us. You've said you've gone to and graduated from these universities but they've said, "Well, we've got no record of that. These are blatant lies, and it calls into question how your constituents and the American people can believe anything that you may say when you are standing on the floor of the House of Representatives supposedly fighting for them. That's the real issue here. Well,
2: look, I, and I, I agree with what you're saying, and as I stated, and I continue. I agree with that we can debate my my resume and how i okay. worked with firms such as it, goldman sachs is it and debatable
4: or is it laws. just no. false it's, no, it it's very, or
2: no it's is very it debatable is it debatable no no it's not false at all it's, it's debatable i can i can sit down and explain to you what you can do in private equity in in capital intro, via servicing limited partners and general partners and we can have this discussion that's going to go way above the american people's head that's Stop. not what i'm <laughs> that's about. right i can explain this but you're too dumb to understand, Josh. Uh, you work with his managers. Walked in the room, Adam
3: Carter, bigger liar, George Santos or Adam Carter? Uh, Forty nine in one hand, fifty one in the other. Yeah, it's a pick him, it's, it's a it's a horse race. <laughs> so he has sent me a number of texts recently.
2: Are we going to Are we going to Springsteen? Are we going to Springsteen? He also announced uh, a couple Seems weeks really. ago. Uh, wait, is that mic on? Hold on.
3: Mm, hang on. Hold on. Hang on. There we go.
2: Try it now. I sent you one text. I think it was seven.
3: Uh, are we going to speak? By the way,
1: I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish. Jewish? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I was that,
0: raised Catholic. But oh, my
2: goodness. I'm not Jewish. I'm Jew.ish ish. Yeah, yeah. Which I, isn't offensive
1: at all, by so the way.
2: Get, get all, exactly. You know? Why not just. You know, hang out with Whoopi Goldberg. She's really good in the the Jewish situation. So hey, get us some tickets. That'd be great. And then I'm listening. I heard just heard the end of the show yesterday, and I hear this guy about his slush fund that he still has from SeatGeek because he and Jen went out to San Francisco and the Giants didn't get it done. So Mm he's going, and he's like, God, we're sitting on so much money from SeatGeek. I. We have no idea where to use it. We really don't want to go to Lambeau, but we looked around the concerts. There's no concerts, really, that excite us right now. So, we're going to go to Lambeau. Uh, we got a suite, 50-yard line. We flew off Favre. We brought back Paul Horning. We brought back Fuzzy Thurston. I mean, he could have used those, that, that slush fund for four Bruce Springsteen tickets for me, Carla, you, and Jim. no. I really don't want to go to Lambo, but I guess
3: I'll go. Bigger no ba- liar, no backing down now. That wasn't
2: Adam. a bigger liar, George Santos or Adam Carter. <laughs> I'm torn. Right,
1: that now. that wasn't uh, now.
2: Was it? He sounds like Santos. Right. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I, agree
1: with everything you said. Thank you. Uh, but let me explain myself. No, I honestly, if it would have been two months ago, and I would have been into Bruce Springsteen, like I'm now, I for sure would I got the Springsteen. Stop that. Stop right there. Josh I just discovered this you guy called Bruce Have you heard of this guy Bruce called Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen? I don't know, why nobody's talking about this guy. He's got I a great 30 catalog. Years
3: old of music. And I well, I'm <laughs> appalled. Yes. Are you going to buy us our Springsteen tickets now? I don't make that kind of money. Springsteen is once in a lifetime. You can go to a million Green Bay Packers Vikings games at Lambo. You think Lambeau's going anywhere? Lambo's there. It's a cathedral of football.
2: This is it. For Bruce Springsteen in St. Paul the X. I'm declaring it. I'm saying he will come back again to town. How old is Bruce? 73? I think so. 74? Is he really coming back to the X with the whole band again? I'm declaring no. You think you think he's going to come at the X? I think we'll see him at Armory or God knows the money you're making right now. Maybe it's your, in the backyard and Rosemount. you think Bruce is going to play the armory? Are you nuts? Hey, all the greats play the armory. I think he's no longer going to play the big buildings. Like, he just did the whole Broadway thing. Yeah. He's played smaller shows. I think it'd be a heck of a present for Christmas if the four of them – think of the fun. I'll get dinner. You get the tickets. Okay. <laughs> Where are we having dinner? Applebee's? Cassettes. Uh, I mean, it's right there. <laughs> slices I. Mean, of zi, I mean, slices I. I mean, maybe we'll share one of the desserts. They have very good desserts there. Uh, when do we allow liars to apologize and move on? That's my that's my question because this is so comprehensive, right? This, this is education. This is work. This is borderline slurring Jews. It's thorough. It's everywhere. He, he Today, the latest one is he's trying to explain how how he made a living. So is it, again, just the point we make all the time? You're on my team, so we'll look away. Well, that's not this case.
1: The, 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 that's my question is why this guy for Republicans are saying, eh,
2: he's good. We're, we're done with him, and why not other people? That's what I'm saying. How do people pick and choose? And, okay. We both think that Donald Trump is one of the craziest liars we've ever seen, right? Joe, yes. Joe Biden stretches the truth a lot. Yes, he does. And has been throughout his career. How are you at accepting lies in your life? Um, I'm not great. I'm not.
1: It depends on the level of the lie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say that I've never lied or told a big lie or been deceitful. I can't say that I have been. So, um, yeah, it depends on the level of the lie and how, how, how it impacted you. I'm with you, right? Um, when you told me you were going to buy Bruce Springsteen tickets, <laughs> and I was hurt now that you're backing
2: out of it. I was planning on it until I heard about the slush fund. and I was <laughs> Slush sorry. fund. I'm no slush fund, believe me. Started Bruce. <laughs> I've started to think it just dawned on me that Jen might matter more than me. I don't know why that your wife (laughs) wouldn't matter more than some colleague. You know, I'm with you. There are are certain lies, people in my life at different times where I literally cut them off, never talk to them again. And others, I gave greater latitude. So I can't say there's one policy for me. Can you?
1: No, and I'm, I've never reached the point of cutting somebody off. But it's not to say that if a lie hurt me deeply, that I wouldn't do that. So, right. thankfully, I haven't reached that point. Uh, I, it's just all relative. Like again, how close? How close is it to the bone? How, mm-hmm. how much does it hurt?
2: Right. No doubt. I mean, are you that busy? He's got his backpack on. He's got his coat on.
3: He was trying to escape the lie. Yeah. I
0: think oh, that's good. it,
2: right? I got to get
1: my helga horns all ready to go. I will be in full garb, by the way. Are you going to be Viking garb? I know you're gonna. You're gonna. Hey, I'm gonna pick, take posts.
2: Well, you see, this pictures. Is, this is another lie. Skull, this baby, is another Like during during years when they're bad, I'm a journalist. I'm just covering the story. But years when they're good, you're like, whoo Where's my divot? Honestly, form? it's not.
1: And no, honestly, it's not. It's more about being in the environment and it's having fabulous. a little good back and forth with some fans.
2: It's fabulous. I've had a chance to go to Lambo a few times. La di da, good for me. Lives up to the hype. Yeah, every
3: bit.
1: And the weather looks pretty good. Right around thirty six degrees. That's perfect.
3: Yeah. Are you? But are you going to listen to Bruce Springsteen on the way to Lambo? I've got
1: so much to discover. <laughs> I mean, does he have more than the one album? No, just one. Just one? Just one. Born in the USA?
2: Just one eight track. Yeah, it's a one and done. Are you sleeping in the car in the parking lot, or do you actually have a hotel? No, we've got a combination. Yeah. Where
1: else do you want to spend New Year's Eve in Green
2: Bay, Wisconsin?
1: Well, you'll, Times Square, uh, Green Bay.
2: You would rather be in Green Bay than Times Square. Oh, for sure. Yes. I can't imagine you in the middle of Times Square. No. Not at good. this point in your life.
1: No, not good. I'd be at a Madison Square Garden with fish. I know.
2: I've, I don't think... During your greatest sex with Jen, you've never been as excited as you were when Andy Greeter today said, going to officially,
1: yes! Yeah, baby! Yes! Ah! We're going to New York! Ah! Howard Dean invaded. Back when a scream could disqualify you from office.
2: <laughs> that's right. Like, how
1: far have we come?
2: Now, if somebody writes a story that's accurate about you, you just say, ah, oh, she's ugly. You know? That's just with that guy. That guy's move is to criticize somebody's looks. It's demeaning to begin with, and then him. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. I think we have him on the record, uh, four Springsteen tickets for us. Appreciate it. We like him pretty decent, though. Yeah. I don't think I should be counting on you. I think that look is telling me. pretty much. Thanks a lot. I'm in charge of the tickets still.
1: Can I wish you a Happy New Year? Is this preemptive Happy New Year? Is that going your your Happy New Year rules? Too soon.
2: No, we're going to – no, way too soon. And then, when does it end? I was talking. Did you hear Jamie yesterday? No,
1: I asked her about that question. She says, "Well, no, you get a month, just like a a month." And then she said, "You know, it's the same as a birthday." If I'm, a month, wow. I'm like, oh, you don't wish somebody a happy birthday ridiculous. a month
2: later. It, it, happy New Year, Gen, uh, December thirtieth ends January third. No, that's no. it. That's December thirtieth to January third is your happy. <laughs> well, How about July? It's still the if year. If it's the first time I've seen him, hey, happy new <laughs> hey, year. happy new year, you know. All right, get out of here. Right. Adam Carter is carried by Jordana. 90. When do you give latitude for a lie? Politician, someone in your life, and this guy. This guy's got to go. This is nothing new He's a Republican. If he's a Democrat, the same thing. By the way, the Republicans can't be proud of him. The Demo- How bad was the Democrat who ran against this buffoon? Honestly, who was it? And the media. Good job. When do you give latitude for lies? Let me know. 651-461-9226. Oh, I'm very confused because normally we play, well, we always play this tune at the end of the show, Josh. Are we done already? Wait. The, the Carter segment was that bad? The line segment was that bad? Now, you have picked out the theme today. I gave you the assignment of the music theme. What do you have,
3: Josh? I'm mostly going, obviously, the kind of funk route. Like, old school, 70s, 80s, even some 60s. This is, I think, 2009, based on, what I, based on my research. But Wait a second.
2: You're going 60s, 70s, 80s funk, and then this one is 2009.
3: Because when I was... Kind of sifting through my playlist on my phone, I could have sworn this was way older than two thousand nine so, so it's not it's not when they, <laughs> it's when you think they came out yeah I mean sometimes the producer has to make the rules <laughs> that's
2: true that is true I'm all for some funk that sounds great okay lies and liars where do you give latitude I mean George Santos this is. I don't know. Give me the latest. The last politician who lied this much and in all sincerity. A Republican opponent didn't find out some of this information. The Democrat who ran against him, the media, it is startling to me. And I felt like I missed my window to discuss this because I was I was gone. It never ends. So in your life, when do you allow a lie to end something, to fracture something, to move on? Because as I'm with Adam, I said it last second. I I can't tell you. Here, here's my list. This is it. It is a case-by-case case basis, and they also can be from the closest people you have in your life. And it can be, I'm done because of it. You also can say, this person, she or he, matters so much that I'm going to give this person more latitude. I know I preach all the time, we have to be, as much as we can, be consistent. Stay with your own principles, no matter if this is uh, something you agree with or disagree with, I think lying, if it's someone you know, I don't think you can say this is it no matter what. The politics, it's so obvious. Both sides do it. Oh, Oh, well, you know, there are other issues. Listen, Kevin McCarthy is trying to figure out a way where he's going to be the next Speaker of the House. Santos has said he's going to vote for him. He needs the votes because he barely has enough, if he does, to be Speaker. So that's why he and some of the other leaders have been quiet. Do I think the Democrats would be any different if this vote mattered that much? No, I don't. I think it's laughable in this case. By the way, Tulsi Gabbard, as I said before, a lot of her politics over the years, I've actually agreed with. She's fairly libertarian. I feel like I am also. I think some of the stuff the last few months has been a bit bizarre, but she absolutely carved him up among the texts coming in. Isn't lying a prerequisite to be a politician? There are some who are in, incredible at it. I mean that in the non complimentary way. Donald Trump cannot stop lying, it is impossible for him to stop. He's done it his entire life, and he feels like he's benefited from it. Joe Biden, here's a texture: 651-461-9226. Joe Biden lied that much in his previous presidential elections. Well, he plagiarized 100% in the 88 election when he was a significant factor with Al Gore and eventually Mike Dukakis winning the uh, nomination. Joe Biden, however you want to look at it, either lies or exaggerate stories and they look worse the older he gets, he's not Trump, but he's not somebody you say. By the way, when he says Biden is my word, uh, no, I don't. I don't buy that. The vaccine is the biggest lie in the history of the world. Oh, okay, it's utter nonsense. It's saved millions of lives, and guess what? As the pandemic has evolved, and as variants have changed. Has it eliminated the vaccine? No. Does it still give you a much better chance to avoid uh, serious hospitalization, long COVID death without a doubt? George Santos has got to go. It's more obvious that he is a nut job. I'm afraid this show is way above my head. Thankfully, this show is not way above your head. Just pay attention. Um, to this particular story. Trying to equate the lies that Democrats tell with these Republicans spew is both insulting and insane. it's like trying to equate verbal assault and murder. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, I've, I've said, and I'll say it again, Donald Trump is a pathological liar. Oh, I'm going really soft on him, right? This guy has to go. But if you don't think Joe Biden stretches the truth and has lied repeatedly in his political career then you're such an ideologue you you you, you can't be objective no not to the level of trump because no one is the level of trump but if you think it's just republicans lie incessantly and democrats are as pure as driven snow uh we just see the world incredibly differently rena rena Sarginopoulos from care 11 is back with us no mom this time new year's eve and the double standard for women, among our topics with Rena when we come back on cco Rena is here. Rena is on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello. How are you?
4: I'm, you know, I'm doing well. It's been an active 30 minutes in my household. So. Oh,
2: what's going on? <laughs> uh,
4: well, I have a question for you. Of course. It, you know, when the UPS or FedEx or whoever comes to the house, and sometimes they need a signature. Yes. And you know how hard it is if you're not home, which who's oh, ever yeah. home when the person comes. So like if you're home. Yep. And you're in a situation where you're not really available to get to the door. Yeah. What are you willing to do to get the signature or do you just let it go? What's and the, what's get the product? Another time?
2: What, can you tell me the product?
4: I have no idea. I think it was something my husband ordered, but I was in the shower. Yep. And my daughter came into the bathroom and she said, The UPS guy's here and he won't leave. I was like, Oh, God, he needs a signature for something. So I literally got out of the shower. I threw on a robe and I ran sopping wet to the front door. <laughs> and I opened it just enough for him to like stick the thing in so that I could yeah. uh, sign my name on it. And then, like, he, I like pulled the package to the thing and, and literally threw it on the <laughs> table and ran back into the bathroom. He probably thinks I'm a lunatic. I mean, like, there's no uh, way he probably not.
2: He probably I thinks it's one of the best days. Best days. I mean, here's this beautiful woman coming to the door. It's like, hey, my big break. Yeah. I don't know
4: if that was how that looked. You know, it's like no makeup on, soap in my hair, ah! oh, soaking wet. He was probably like, you are half lunatic. I'm quite certain.
2: Well, if he listened to this segment, he probably goes three quarters. Uh, yeah. so I had this a few months ago, la da by the way, we, uh, we traveled to Napa and we bought some nice, uh, <laughs> red juice, so to speak. And day after day it was coming during the show and I, I you know, I'm talking to you or I'm talking to somebody else. So I finally said, right. I kept saying on the air. Unless it's the most serious interview ever, I am getting up and leaving during the segment. Like, Dave, (laughs) you're going to just have to step in. And it just turned out that it was during the break and I ran. I'm like, thank you, thank you. Let me sign this. I was like, hey, I just was listening to the show. like, yeah, I got to go. I got to go. So I think we've all made those accommodations now. So you still don't know what it? What if it's just like something meaningless that your husband ordered? You, it
4: probably are, is. I, without a doubt. It, you know, he did say that something he ordered for me for Christmas hadn't shown up yet. Oh. But it was a tiny box. I don't know what it is, but it looked like it had one of those battery things on it. Like, I didn't even look at it. It could be something I ordered, for all I know. I didn't even look at the address or who it was addressed to. I literally threw it on the table and went back to rinse the soap out of my hair.
1: What
2: if it's um, (laughs) a new jumbo expensive wedding ring?
4: Oh, one of those. One of those new jumbo expensive wedding rings that comes via UPS?
2: (laughs) That comes from Amazon. (laughs) <laughs> Most people order them that way, don't they? Just randomly, they see you know stuff online. I bet
4: you can buy a ring on Amazon. Oh, I bet you can. Sure.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, what if what if what if you set the date? Okay, let's say it's you know I don't know it's the fifteenth, and you're all set and you've plans, but then the ring is not there, and you're like, <laughs> I want you to be with me the rest of my life. Just want to let you know the Amazon guy is a couple days late. I saw he Fre- came while I was in the shower. Yeah. I saw Fred's ring service. It looks fantastic. We saved a lot of money. I love you. How do you think that would work out?
4: You know, if you're marrying the right person, you yes. probably like, you know what? I'm glad you got a great deal, honey. Let's do this.
2: That's true. Uh what percentage? Maybe Josh, you can look this up. What percentage of couples get engaged? When the female is asking the male, I have no idea. What What would you guess? Ooh. What's the over under? Good over under. I th- you're uh,
4: asking me or Josh?
2: Uh, I'm asking Josh. to Look it up. So don't say yeah, okay. Josh. Um, okay. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go seven percent. Seven percent female mm-hmm. asking male. What do you think?
4: Way too high. Way
2: too, too high. high. At seven percent.
4: Wow. Three percent.
2: Josh is googling right now. Well, uh, I don't know if I don't know if that data is available. Can we do this? Um, now nah, we got to you late, so we got to keep going here. Double standard for women compared to men. Okay. Here's when okay. I. Here's one, and I we see this every single day <coughs> in life, right? But I thought about it again this weekend. Uh, when I saw photos of Paula Abdul, right? And Paula Abdul, uh, plenty of success in her life, right? And she put mm-hmm. out a picture where she looks like she's 17 years old. And I'm guessing <laughs> Paula is around my age. I'm 57. And I got it. There are times in the morning I wake up and I look and I'm like, eh. Okay, and there are times I look at the word and I'm like, "What in the <laughs> hell? Where did everything go? What has happened here?" You know, and um, I think there's such a phony double standard, though, on women and age in men, and we've known this forever. Do you think it's any better at the end of 2022 than it was 10 years ago?
4: Oh, heck, no. Yeah. No, I don't, and I and the wrong question to ask me because of course I'm a, I'm a woman, um, but the Wait, double standard. Hold on a second,
2: you're a woman. Exists. Wait a second, why didn't somebody tell me? I this?
4: know this, this just in. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. But the double standard exists everywhere in every facet yes, of life for, for sure. men and women. Mm-hmm. So it, so the way we age does that does not it, it's not surprising, and no, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all.
2: Do you think it's changed in your business? Nope. So you think still I think sure it's, don't. it's fraudulent still in the in the TV news business?
4: Absolutely. When, when men in the TV news business age, they tend to be more distinguished, more reliable. Mm-hmm. When women age, they just get old. And trust me, our viewers tell us that all the time. The email that I got about it, I was wearing hot pink and, like, hot pink at your age, you know, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know there was a cutoff for colors, but, you know, no man would ever get that email. Navy blue at your age? I mean, come on. It's just not, it just does not happen for men the way it happens for women. Well, there's no we doubt. Age gracefully. Yeah. <clears throat> there's, no, there's no allowance in society for us to age gracefully.
2: There's no doubt from the the listener, the viewer, the emailer, <clears throat> knowing a lot of people have been to TV news over my life, including a lot of, you know, Jamie Ucas is a great friend of mine. And Jamie and I have talked about those emails forever. So I get it from the shrill aspects of the public. And let's be honest, a lot of the public is also fantastic. Do you think it's still the same with management?
4: That's a good question. No, I don't think at least where I work, I don't think that our management would ever discriminate against a woman because of her age. Um and I truly believe that in my heart.
2: Gee, but but, but, mean... but across the country, do you see as many female anchors, or let's say my age, 57 or 10 years older, 67 as men? Because I don't.
4: Yeah, you know, that's a good question that I don't know the answer to. I mean, I'm certainly not up on everybody who works at every station, and I don't, you know not traveling enough and watching news to, to pay attention to that. But, um, you know, I have a really good friend that I worked with in Milwaukee um, that's probably close to 60 right now. Her name's Joyce Garbasiak and she's still on the air and she's gorgeous and, and stunning and reliable. And I think that, you know, that's a standard that the rest of us, you know, hope to achieve. Sure. So Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I think, in, you know, and in, in, I, I think maybe that part has changed hopefully it doesn't mean the viewers don't feel a, a certain way about it but right. yes. um i do think in management that's probably
2: changed uh josh has found the data now uh what year is it from josh do you have any idea
3: april of 2022 hopefully. oh april
2: of 2022 yes. this is yes. on women asking men to get married our guesses so far i said seven percent you scoffed at me which normally is a good policy mm-hmm. to think of Mm-hmm. You went 3%. Mm-hmm.
3: Josh, who's Sur- closer? Surveys have shown that women propose in only around 5% in heterosexual marriage. So, we're, so, we're, oh. yes, so we're yes. So we're tied. Yes.
2: So we're tied. Now you can say if his price is right, I'm over, so I'm out. But yeah, 5 uh 5% that's uh that's fairly low. Uh open the dang package up. I think that's what you should do by the way. Just open it up and find if out ex- could- exactly what's in there.
4: If I go downstairs, my dogs will bark their faces off, and you won't be able to hear anything.
2: Do it after our conversation. Give me, give me one nugget about your New Year's Eve uh, plans because I got to fly here.
4: Oh, one nugget. I will be having old fashions. Are oh. you coming?
2: We're uh, we're having some people over. Smaller gatherings. Oh, yeah.
4: My must have lost invitation. Invitation must have got lost.
2: I'm losing you here. Your phone was breaking up there. I'm losing you. I said. I said last thir- when you said let's get together. You heard me shout in the background today or tomorrow. Let's get old fashions and you just gave me the Heisman. I, mean, I got feelings. You
4: know, Well, Maggie and I've been sick all week. We actually oh. had to cancel all Christmas plans, oh, so sorry. we've gone nowhere, done nothing. So that's okay. What are you going to do? We'll be better by New Year's.
2: Fantastic. Have a fabulous New Year's. Love having you on, and we'll uh, talk next week.
4: All right. See you soon. Bye-bye.
2: Rena Sargentopolis, Care 11 here on CCO.